두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 As live as we're gonna be. As a child, I knew. As a child, I knew to smell your poo. I'm working on my Anoni impersonation. I used to be able to do it. Oh well, it's not that important. What's up? It's October. It's finally cooling down it's a little bit at night. October. Well, yeah, I don't think it's supposed to be above 90 degrees. At all for the rest wow. of the month, but we'll, we'll see. Well, last night it rained for a little bit, and then it got down to sixty-seven. Oh, it was quite cool out there. It was pretty crazy. I don't remember the last time I've experienced weather under seventy degrees. <laughs> I believe it was Monday. April. April was probably maybe even before that. Yeah, it could be March for all I know. Yeah, because yeah, usually by April, April's already pretty hot. I feel oh, like. Dang, Thursday's supposed to be ninety-four. That sucks. I'm tired of it. I yeah, me too. I don't know. Fuck, I'm done. Yeah, I don't think I can live here another year. I've had enough of Arizona. Uh, please and donate to the uh, Patreon or just give us, hey, we'll, we'll, if you want us to go back to California, I have a way. Give us money. California. 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 I can't move to California because the goddamn liberals turned it into Mad Max crime city. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, in uh, Phoenix, week. the the state fair, someone was shot uh, this weekend, and uh, I believe someone was shot at a Phoenix high school football game as well this weekend. So let's uh, oh, yeah. let's style back the the crime crime alley, California. Yeah, because it's goddamn liberals. Goddamn liberals. Cities. Scared cities. Uh, I got in a fight at the um, Arizona State, so I'm not shocked. Uh, my wife got her hand shook by a monkey at the Arizona State Fair. Uh, and I drank too much and ate too much and threw up on those little swing things that spin you around. Nice. No. Turns out definitely... fried food and beer and spinning, bad combination. I definitely drank too much at the State Fair. I yeah, that's how you got in a fight. I just got in fights. <laughs> fucking do it i said the state fair let's celebrate arizona it's fucking fighting time <laughs> fight 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 it was, like, it was actually more like why'd you um grab my friends and now we're gonna fight it's fighting time well yeah because i mean like you can't just be grabbing on women yeah i remember one time i um i was in the club with some friends and, and someone grabbed uh, a friend and i turned ready to punch him and he immediately whipped out his badge I'm like, what the fuck are you grabbing people for? Apparently, he's doing an ID check. Uh, I still would have fought him. I think. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go to prison. Not smart. That's what I work out for, so I can fight police. <laughs> <laughs> As a child, I knew I would have to fight the police.
So this is content sewer. It is spooky month now. It's October, so yeah. I'm not Tiger's Kyle anymore. Now I'm Big Papa Pumpkin. <laughs> Damn, I wasn't too. prepared for for a new uh, spooky Halloween style nickname. So I guess I, I got one for you. You're now Sean Carpenter. <laughs> uh, you know, base it. Yeah, it's not as good as Big Papa Pumpkin because you know. Every, what course, could be right? Big Papa Pump, uh, Scott Steiner, grace one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And if he was instead of just a pile of muscles, he was a pile of muscular pump. <laughs> Where are my Big freak Papa shows pump. at? Yeah, it's fucking. Let me do the math on how many freaks shows shows. Welcome to the freaks shows. Freak show. Me and that Shonies. <laughs> I forgot I owned the Shonies. Ah, uh, good for him. Everybody's got to retire sometime in, in in buy into a franchise, and he picked Shonies. I don't think he's the only professional wrestler that uh, bought into Shonies, to be honest. I mean, you think there's like more than one Shonie? I think I'd go with, like, Wingstop at this point, or Buffalo Wild Wings. One of those uh, one of those adult chicken nugget places. Wingstop, that's uh, Rick Ross loves Wingstop and owns a bunch of them or something, I think. Or he used to, anyways. He used to promote the shit out of Wingstop. Uh, that one football man used to do Papa John's commercials, right? A bunch, bunch of football mans did Papa John's commercials, didn't they? Uh, you're talking about what's his face? Uh, you know, one of the patents, old longhead, you know? Yeah, it'd be a big forehead guy. Uh, content sewer watching uh, all the next Netflix original film. So, it's probably it sucks so that so far we haven't um watched a Netflix film that was starring uh. A former NFL star. You'd think Netflix would have some of those, don't you think? <laughs> That's coming up for sure. Well, even Dwayne and Rock Johnson, sort of, right? Didn't he? He was washed out NFL Rock player. Johnson. Rock he Johnson. Was, uh, college football, maybe, or something. I thought he got washed out, or maybe I'm getting confused with Brock. Brock the, the shock, wasn't it? Brock, Brock Johnson. Johnson yeah, played, like, he was like riding the bench for an actual NFL team at one point, I think. We got washed out. I thought he got washed out in training camp, but I could be wrong. No, I think he wasn't actually. He was actually in the NFL for like one season, but I don't think he <laughs> he's like, "Hey guys, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get this weird this tattoo of like a knife with uh with brass knuckles on it." And they just yeah, they, they immediately told him to leave. There's like a trench knife. Uh, that's badass. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I'm shocked that. He didn't do better in the NFL because he is like a genetic freak, like Big, big Papa Punk, Pumpkin, you know? He is like a really big, strong, so it is kind of shocking. But, you know, he probably just didn't like have any like technical ability or, you know what I mean? He just probably like... Yeah, it's probably like a foot quickness issue with him would be my guess. Well, yeah, because he is like 300 pounds. Yeah, but it doesn't stop, you know, certain linemen necessarily but um yeah but he's not built like a yeah. lineman you know what i mean he doesn't have that big powerful like thighs and ass that they do he's just like uh, <laughs> he's all top heavy yeah yeah because that's if you look at linemen that's where all the power is at is they got powerful ass he's got that big but done going for him man speaking of rock johnson though um rock johnson i, I haven't I haven't been watching Korean variety shows at all for like the last few months, right? Was Rock Johnson on a Korean variety show? It's going to be kind of related to Rock Johnson. Um, but I started watching um, random episodes of Running Man again for when I do cardio in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
I think it was on Friday. I just chose a random episode and they did the preamble. You know, you just like just doing some jokes and stuff. And it's like, all right, time to bring out the guests. And it wasn't Rock Johnson, but it, it was someone who I find more annoying than Rock Johnson, who was the guest. Ryan Reynolds. Right. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. Not Ryan Reynolds. What's he doing? So I changed the episode. I wasn't going to watch Ryan Reynolds taint my Korean variety show with his promotion for some movie he made. Rock Johnson. Was it red? Ridiculous. No, it was uh, whatever the other Netflix shit he did before red, I think. Cause this is he did another movie. Netflix shit? Yeah, like, uh, what is it? Fucking Six Underground or some shit? Fuck if I know. Yeah, 2019 film, Six Underground, baby. Ryan Reynolds, Melanie Laurent, Manuel Garcia Rulfo, Iona. Dave Franco was in it. How could you forget? Dave Franco. Is this what the movie we're doing in this podcast about? No, fuck that. Fuck Six Underground. We're going to have to watch it eventually, though. Dave Franco's in it. (laughs) I love Dave Franco. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I saw maybe again because I remembered that I had a crush on one of the running men. And mm-hmm. I watched a recent episode, right? And um, she had dyed her hair like super dark and had bangs. Mm-hmm. I turned into a cartoon wolf. I was like, ooh. Your tongue came out and like your eyes shot out and you did like a train whistle? Yeah, I, had to, I had to beat my head in with the mallet or a frying pan. Whatever. Fuck that though, man. We're talking about 1922, Stephen King's opus. 19. 19- 22 maybe i was watching it, i was like hmm we might be reaching the dregs of stephen king's over well uh, yeah i actually this is an interesting topic because um my wife came home the other day uh, she works at a school right and she You're asked me killing her. yeah exactly this is the, this movie gave me a lot of ideas but it's not important for let's not get into that obviously i don't want to talk about that on a podcast kyle that's oh, right. That needs to be kept secret. Did you not watch this movie? Anyways, wife looks to the school. Everyone gets caught in the end. There's a girl that's he like at the school really. No, he got caught by rats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a girl at the school that's like really into Stephen King, and she wanted a book that hadn't been adapted into a Stephen King novel, or a Stephen King novel that hadn't been adapted into a, a film, right, or a TV show, or anything like that. And there really is only like six or seven one of them is not even in print anymore because of uh content uh, too extreme uh rage i think is, is what it was called he wrote it in like 1970 something late 70s probably a little after carrie i think and it's about a a boy who gets really pissed off um and takes his school hostage with a gun he shoots a teacher and some kids and so after columbine i think he took it out of print Oh, what a pussy. <laughs> he, he called the future, you know? Predicted it. It's not like there had been shootings before that at schools. Uh, yeah, fucking 1922. Uh, yeah, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for Stephen King shit. And now they're going to have to start remaking him. Well, I mean, this definitely feels like one of those ones shit. that uh, really only works as a book. Right? You, you need a lot of internal monologue from Wolf to make this story kind of work bland i guess <laughs> you know it's uh yeah it'd probably be better as a story which i assume it probably is i don't know it says it's a novella so yeah very short novel um yeah i didn't that the narration takes a lot from the movie i think 
So yeah, that would probably work quite a bit better in a book than in a movie. 1922. In the beginning of the movie, says says uh, 1922. Mayor's pride was his land. You know why that is? They hadn't invented Funko Pops yet. <laughs> now a man's pride is his Funko Pop. I, I thought it was because back then only rich white Randall landowners can vote. But technically like, not like true in 1922. That was after, like, that was like, you know, after old TMJ. Yeah, but that's like, who, that's who has Funko Pops now. Or, uh, rich rich white landowners. And, uh, <laughs> and my 14-year-old son. I remember reading a Reddit post on Funko Pops subreddit that someone was passing around. It said, lost my virginity in the whole time I was looking at my Iron Man Funko Pop. Thanks, Iron Man. And I, you know, I, you know, I read it. I thought, kill yourself. <laughs> I'm uh, going to assume that's uh, something you made up, and I don't want to know the difference. Remember, uh, what was that, that Stephen King? It was adapted into a miniseries or a TV show or something with the, the I Duddits crew. Remember I Duddits? Oh, yeah. The stands? He's an alien. Is it the stands? I did it. You know, it's like a group of friends that like. Oh no, no, I'm to... sorry. I'm thinking. I miss. I'm thinking of the other um, book with a, a somewhat mentally handicapped Stephen King character. Yeah, you're talking about Dreamcatcher, and I did it. Was the alien? Yeah, they they have a friend who's mentally handicapped. They think, but it turns out he's just a mentally handicapped alien <laughs> named Duddits. And he's like really good at telling stories or some shit, right? So he's like an author insert for Stephen King. <laughs> That never happens in a Stephen King story. I don't know what you're talking about. Stephen King considers himself an autistic alien. <laughs> you consider yourself Powered an autistic cocaine. alien. Powered by cocaine, just like Stephen King. Uh, Stephen no, you're King, a powered mostly by alcohol and, and uh, yeah, Xanax. If you have cocaine, do you drink all night? Hey, <laughs> going all day. I, 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 I learned that. Yeah, I mean, I used to do cocaine all the time. It's not like you get addicted to cocaine or anything. It was just enhanced. To... So I wasn't desperate for cocaine. I was <laughs> desperate to drink. And then when cocaine was around. I could I drink just... more and stay up longer yeah, while drinking. Look, what a great combination. An upper and a downer. Yeah, it doesn't. What's better than that? What's better than that? Guys being dudes, huh? Yeah, it's a yeah, short trip dudes. to the hospital and a quick heart, Zach. No, you just got to be smart or reckless and somehow survive. Because back then, they didn't have Funko Pops, so I didn't have anything to live for. You know, what's your favorite Funko Pop? My favorite Funko Pop is uh, the only one I've ever owned, which was a gift, and it's Black Phillip from The Witch. Black I don't Phillip, know if it's actually Funko Black Pop. Black Phillip, it's just a goat. It's just a... It's a literal, literal black goat that lives in your backyard. No, it's a Black Phillip. I just don't think it's a Funko Pop. I think it's like a, you know, some other... And also, yeah, it's not a Funko Pop because all Funko Pops have that like same structure, right? And they just like paint them different. I don't fucking know. Yeah, mine like looks like a goat kind of. I don't know where it's at. It might be in my closet or something. You got to display it. Like everybody displays their Funko Pops. I got a little Godzilla from Shin Godzilla. Can you see it? (laughs) He looks, uh, he's cute. He's a little, yeah, he's a little, little guy. Which one he is? They the fans have a name for each phase he appears in Shin Godzilla. Um, this is like he's like a just like a tail. Have you seen Shin Godzilla? Yeah, that was a while ago though. Oh, and this is the version. I like that with the bulging eyes. 
Yeah, he gets he has legs and he starts running like crazy on land, like he's shooting blood out of his gills with like dead fish, like five fish eyes. It rules. Your friend <laughs> got it for me when she went to Japan. Yeah, well, where else would you get it? The internet, ridiculous. And she went to like a Godzilla store specifically to get me Godzilla stuff because you know I like Godzilla. Ooh, welcome to Godzilla, Godzilla store. Godzilla. 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 Oh man. Okay. Before we get into 1922, I want some wonton soup. Ooh, I want war of wonton soup. I want wonton soup. Bitch, I'm like wonton soup. I don't think you can get it anywhere around here. All the Chinese places around here are like whack. I think Chen's has a war of wonton soup. I don't know if it's any good though. Chen? I don't it. Yeah. Huh. Chen's got the wonton soup, huh? I want it real bad. I want some fucking wonton You need to soup. go to, um, what was that place in Chandler? I don't actually think it's open anymore. Sifu? Sifu? Master? The Cantonese word for master? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was Sifu mm-hmm. in Chandler, though. Oh. You've been there, there before? Yeah, and they had the. Yeah. You've been there a few times. It's right by the. It's right by Lily's. I forget what it's called. Is it Sifu? I think so. I, again, or, I don't know if it's still there. Yeah, it's by the Lily's Asian Market. Um, laundromat. Nail place. Uh, uh, food place. Yeah, there's a sandwich, uh, Asian sandwich place there too. Yeah, it's like the it's the Asian corner, like the little Asian yeah uh, street corner in Chandler. That's I guess I never really considered that before, but it's like oh yeah, yeah, this is where all the the like uh, Asian stuff is at, and uh, East Asian. I'm saying it broadly because it wasn't all Chinese or Cantonese, just mostly. <laughs> I would guess. I don't know though, because you know, like you go to uh, that that sushi place we used to go to. Oh uh, uh, yeah, they were they Korean. Were Japanese, weren't they? they were Korean. You know, it's uh, whatever you can. You can just fucking sell yeah. white people shit. You know, and we white people don't know. Yeah, except uh, some of us did. Uh, but also, I guess they could be um, was Zainichi Koreans, like the Korean people of Japan, right? Or Korean people. Of yeah, but don't they Japanese, generally speak Korean. Japanese? Because these people are speaking Korean. That's what I always. Oh yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're you is it Zatu Zainichi? I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you on the pronunciation of that one. Yeah, the Korean the Korean population of Japan. Uh, yeah, I think they speak Japanese. They usually even have Japanese names and stuff. Because it's been a long time. It's a few generations that they've been in Japan at this point. Um, but they uh, receive a lot of uh, racism. Can you believe it? Shocking. Japan? Nah. nah. In 1922 in the United States, though. No racism was, at all. Yeah. There's no racism. You well, know still, why? It's just all white people. Because it's <laughs> whites only. That's right, baby. A simple yet proud farmer in the year 1922 conspires to murder his wife for financial gain, convincing his teenage son to assist. But they're it's not really financial game. Unintended consequences. Yeah, the financial game would have been if he just moved to Omaha with his wife, right? Yeah. Yeah, this guy, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be a goddamn farmer. Yeah, well, back in 1922. Dude, man, his pride, pride was his life. Well, guess what's going to happen in a few years, motherfucker? Uh, Dust Bowl. <laughs> oh, where are they at? They don't say, do they? Oh, no, no, Nebraska. Don't take this and say they're going to Omaha. Isn't that what they say? Uh, I'm pretty sure they say Omaha a couple times. Yeah, but um, his accent. Yeah, but you know, that's, yeah. Hemingford, Nebraska. 
He's from, but he's accent. Yeah, right. Well, you don't know accents back then. It's 1922. He's from Georgia. <laughs> That's, how, how dare you question the decisions of the finest actor ever produced, Tom Jane? The rest of developments, Tom, Tom Jane. Tom Jane. He, he just wants Tom, his kids back. Thomas Jane became a little bit of a meme in the early mid 2000s. What was that about? What triggered that? Well, uh, the Punisher. I actually yeah, think it might have been the Punisher. He's in Boogie Nights and the Thin Red Line. Hmm. Didn't hmm. get edited out. Edited it out. <laughs> like everybody else. I think Terrence Malick, speaking of Thin Red Line, could have made a pretty interesting version of this movie. How do you think he would have focused it? More, a little bit more impressionistic. Well, you, I, what makes me think of that, I mean, because we were talking about the Thin Red Line, but also like at the end of the movie when um, it's kind of jumping between time periods, like him writing a letter mm-hmm. back to him talking to his son, even though his son's already dead. And like the cinematography in the scene is a little bit more abstract and there's like a nice little musical score over it. I was like, oh, this is um this is cool. It'd be cool if the whole movie like looked like this or was like this. And then I was like, oh, Terrence Malick. <laughs> he could do it. Yeah. Tree of Life 2, 1922. Tree of Life unfortunately stars Brad Pitt, who beats kids and Angelina Jolie. Allegedly beats kids. I believe it. He seems like a piece of shit, to be honest. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Like, you gotta say, off. you gotta say allegedly these days. I don't allegedly. know, man. I'm like, I'm allegedly. not ready to call. You know what? Fine, honestly, fuck all these celebrity bullshit shit. You know what I mean? I don't care anymore. I don't want to hear about like the personalized these fucking rich assholes. Like, it just doesn't matter to me. Yeah, you care about the try guys. You want to hear? Oh about the my try god, guys. fuck you! You know what? The Saturday, I heard Saturday Night did a, a skit on the try guys this weekend, and I'm never, never. Never watched Saturday Night Live again. Sure, it was hilarious. Probably the funniest thing that's been on TV in years. Saturday Night Live. Uh, lampooning the Try Guys. It's like... How embarrassing to even even bother, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't... I, you know, I, again, I haven't seen this kid, so maybe they're not lampooning the Try Guys, but... Who cares? Like, just... Stop. Everybody stop. Do one... I was upset that you brought it up last weekend. Apparently, that's what you're talking about. Damn Try Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah Try Guys. Brendan Gleeson was the host of uh, SNL this week, I think. Yeah, so fuck him, too. It'd be funny if Brendan Gleeson was in a skit about the Try Guys. Oh, he, he, the hosts are always in a skit these days, so for sure he was in the skit. <laughs> I literally, yeah, I've, literally. I, I, I know you're you don't watch SNL, SNL as much as I do, but like the, this host oh, is always in the skit these days. I don't ever watch SNL because I don't think it's been funny since Not I, the was, cold opens on I was born or something, maybe. No, you Even liked it. Then. You definitely liked some of the Sandler years and the Wolf Ferrell years. I remember you watching them. Oh, yeah. When, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was way different, though, because it was the Sandman. And uh, yeah, you got Wolf Ferrell and you got Sherry O'Terry and I'm always yeah, Sharon. Chris Catan. <laughs> don't say Chris Catan. Don't add him to our and, list. Uh, <laughs> Tim Meadows is funny. Yeah, I love. I like Tim Meadows. Oh, and um, Tracy Morgan, <laughs> Brian Fellows was uh, the astronaut Jones. That was some funny. Shit. <laughs> you know what? Been yeah. wanting to get you pregnant. I guess that's no. It was good in my lifetime. It's just been like a really long time since I went out of my way to watch Saturday Night Live. Well, I mean, again, I've said this before, but even even when you used to watch it, like still. 
like one or two skits are funny, and then the rest are just coming. All right, whatever. Oh yeah, and I was never like, oh, I got to get home to watch Saturday Night Live. Right. Or, oh, you got to stay up late to watch Saturday Night Live. It was just like, it was on. That's for sure. They were on there telling jokes, kind of. Ashley Simpson was there. <laughs> Not singing. Uh, this film is directed by a man named Zach Hilditch. Uh, Z-A-K, though, so more like a Zach. Zach Hilditch. Zach. Uh, he directed a movie called These Final Hours, which takes place in Australia. He might be Australian. Um, the film depicts like the final hours before an impending apocalypse that everyone's very aware of and like how, you know, kind of deranged everyone's getting. Mm-hmm. It's actually a pretty good movie. It's better than 1922. <laughs> uh, Kyle says, check it out. He fell off, though. He's washed now. He went and got begging. He went crawling on his knees to Netflix like some sort of Martin Scorsese saying, uh, the, I want to make something that's not a superhero movie. Let me get some Netflix money, please. And they're like, here you go. You direct this fucking Stephen King adaptation, asshole. Which reminds me, please give us some Netflix money. Yeah, give me some Netflix money. I'm going to make um, whatever the fuck I want. Netflix, you give everyone else money. No, we're not so much these days. You know, they kind of turn out to pick it off a little yeah, bit. They're losing money. Should have got my screenplay into them sooner. Although, um, based on the the kind of backlash uh, the blonde got, I don't think people would understand understand the screenplay that I'm working <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, that's a shock. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually kind of knew that even before when I was writing it. I think I even mentioned it to you before. Yeah, <laughs> I, was I think like, you did. Gonna misinterpret this. Oh, well, I'm going to finish it. I'm pretty close, I think. I think the big stumbling block, if it ever got made or if I tried to sell anything, uh, I made the, 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 the main character girls in it. Their names are an homage to um, Haosu. Mm-hmm. So their names aren't like real names. They're like Darling and uh, Lovely and stuff like that. So <laughs> I don't know if people are going to like that, but I'll just, you know, it's, fucking, it's an homage to Haosu. That's fine. Yeah, who cares? It'll work. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it, man. I'm not coming up with real ass names. Plus, it's cute. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Nope. Shit, 1922, man. Zach Hilditch. He hasn't done too much else aside from uh, 1922 in these final hours and some TV stuff. Probably in Australia, I would assume. Uh, He directed a film in 2019 called Rattlesnake that's also on Netflix. Uh, When a single mother accepts the help of a mysterious woman, she's bitten by a rattlesnake. (laughs) Who? Watch yeah. that one next. <laughs> Spooky the rattlesnakes. Spooky horror movie. Um, now I already know what we're not watching next week. And this is my big problem. Nineteen twenty-two. It's actually not that bad of a movie. It's kind of boring. It's but interesting little character study. Acting is good. Uh, it's like the look is good. You know, I like the winter scenes. It's not a bad movie at all. But wasn't what I was looking for this week because I'm I'm in spooky mode, you know. Yeah, there's very little spooking in this movie. Not yeah, spook. It's like a horror movie, but it's like... When yeah, well, why don't you think time? about this horror movie for a little bit? Yeah, when it's spooky time, you need to be watching movies that are about, like, curses, witches, uh, ghosts, ghosts, demons, possessions, uh, anything yeah, you know, where you vomit black. Mm, spooky shit. So that's my big problem. I mean, it's not like a, it's not a strong enough spook I'm only watching spooky movies. Oh, actually, do you want to? I have a list of movies I'm watching for Halloween. Do you want to go over it? Oh, I've watched. Uh, I have a list I've kept of movies Court and I watched for Halloween. I was going to post it on Twitter, but yeah, we can go over it at some point. Uh, let's. Uh, t- Thomas Jane's in it. 
He plays Wilfred James. Thomas Jane. Wilfred. Wilfred James. Molly Parker's in it. She plays Arlette James. She gets murdered by her husband and son. I don't think uh, our dad could ever convince me to kill him. <laughs> Especially because he's just like, no, I don't want to leave my 14-year-old girlfriend. I know it's 1922. Um, the Stooges don't exist yet. He doesn't have a lot to live for. He's probably not going to meet another girl, to be honest, because that's how things worked back then, I think. Yeah, you know, you mean there's like three girls within a 100-mile radius, and you, you pick the one that's yeah. the least homeless. Yeah, that was it. So I guess there's like a little bit more. The stakes were a little bit higher for him, but I don't know if I would have been like, well, I guess we'll kill mom. Well, it's because mom badmouth his 14-year-old girlfriend. You know what I mean? She's like, He's got, don't stick it in there. Get everything else you want. Man, she was like like hot fire. She's like, if my son doesn't know what her nipple, what color her nipples are, he's a slowpoke. And I was like, damn, damn right, bitch. You say it. You fucking tell him. <laughs> no, you can't talk that way to your son. What? That's your rules. <laughs> no, That's it doesn't. Shit. That doesn't tie. That doesn't rule. You know, your fucking 14 year old son doesn't want to hear that shit. I was thinking, like, people get, like, way too hard on women when they're, like, drunk. You know, you see it in movies and TV shows. And in real life, I see it. Like, when women get kind of drunk and sloppy, everyone's always like, oh, oh, geez, what a fiasco. And it's like, no, that shit rules. That's queen shit. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This it's is like you like, can't be drunk and sl- I don't. It, my problem is you can't be drunk and sloppy with your kids. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. That's just like a, you cross the line. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, she you don't like, know shit. She you fucking idiot. Shut up. She wasn't, she wasn't being that bad. She was just cracking jokes. Cracking jokes. Also, he gets her pregnant like three months later. Anyways, you know what I mean? Like he knows what to do. He knows what the business is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's because he's been thrown into such despair because his dad made him murder his mom. So the only comfort he takes in is the solace of his 14-year-old girlfriend's vagina. You're it's right. all there, I, Kyle. I've been, I've had so much sex in my life is because of despair. <laughs> it's the primary motivator in my love life is despair. Oh, God, I'm so heartbroken. The only thing that can save me is that stank-ass pussy, girl. <laughs> Actually, there might be some truth to that. <laughs> yeah, because it is 1922, so... They had running pl- running. They had plumbing in her house, right? Yeah, but not his. He's, he's still gonna yeah. go to that house yeah, every night to take a dump. Yeah, yeah, stank dick, stank. <laughs> you, get a, yeah, you, yeah. you want a you want a bath? You gotta boil water from the well. Even the well, that's you can't. There's no water in the well. It's full. That's of the old well. There's a new well. Oh, <laughs> the well is full of moms. <laughs> what do you think they're getting water from? The fucking cows. It's um so Thomas Jane plays like a fucking idiot, right? We are supposed to I think they're they're trying to sell us on that, right? Like, hey, this fucking bumpkin's a fucking idiot, right? I I assume so cuz he's not I don't know. Like everybody in this movie is kind of dumb. Well, I mean, it's 1922 and it's uh Nebraska. So, yeah. The sheriff's like, "Yeah, but she ran off then. See ya." Well, I was thinking that's the time period where you straight up could just move to like the next city over, change your name, and have a whole new life, and no one would fucking know. <laughs> you know, so like it's like yeah, out of, to me it's like not out of the realm. No, no, it all makes sense history. based on like the time frame that we're gonna. It's just kind of like yeah, yeah, these guys are all fucking idiots. Well, it's like what are they gonna do if they don't find a body or like any evidence? Like, well, I guess you did run off, like fucking whatever. You know, they honestly that they don't have any reason to suspect him. Except for that, he's a crazy, 
They kind of do in that, like, she had uh, land she was trying to sell, had no reason to really run off. You know what I mean? They're just kind of playing on, like, the whole misogynist idea that women are crazy. Yeah, I guess that's true. But we used to have this last week on misogynists, so. Yeah, we figured that out when you're like, I love talking fetuses. Yeah, I was easily convinced because I was like, you know what? Women do be shopping. That makes sense that she'd want to go sell dresses (laughs) so she could buy more dresses. The dress exchange. Yeah, but like again, the whole idea was like I'm gonna sell this land so I can open a dress shop. I'm not gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna run away and leave all you on the land so I can open a dress shop. Yeah, but women, you know, they don't. They're, think they're, they're kooky. I get it. You're right. Yeah, you know, yeah, they think of their vaginas and their their PMSs and, and their so fallopians. She had, she had a dress madness. She couldn't think clearly. She wanted to shop so bad. He even said in the movie, remember, he's like, she got a lot of clothes, and he's like. She loves shopping and shopping catalogs. In her day catalogs and her night catalogs. Yeah. Fucking women be shopping, huh? That's a, they should have made that the name of this movie. <laughs> be shopping. Uh, Dylan Schmidt plays the son Hank. Hank Henry. Henry. He's Mom don't so like it when you call him for, Hank. He's uh so crazy for the next door neighbor girl. He doesn't even know what color her nipples are, but he's willing to kill his mom over it. Well, you don't I know that. He might know the color of his nipple and her nipples at that point. Yeah, he's, I guess he's, he's a fucking idiot too, huh? Because he's a fucking... Just write her letters or some shit. You're going to grow out of it anyways. You're 14. He doesn't know that. Also, it's 1922, so maybe... He won't. Like, I keep forgetting that like the maybe it is different in 1922, right? <laughs> I was reading about how great the fucking mail service was back then. Yeah, but like, how are you going to meet someone to write letters? This is there a pen pal exchange you're, you're writing to? Well, he already knows her. So if he moves to the city, you know, whatever, he just keep writing her letters. She's probably not going to meet anyone else, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? He can sow his wild loads all through the city. See all kinds of yeah. different nipple colors. Yeah, exactly. That I'm, I'm, <laughs> Omaha, known for his diversity of nipple colors. <laughs> Especially in 1922. <laughs> so yeah, we, have, we got peach. Dark peach and light peach. I saw someone on the internet that said if you have pink nipples, then you're white. Like, as the, the final word on to determine who's white. Wait, is there a... Wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just always thought it was funny. <laughs> like, I'm going to settle it. If you have pink nipples, you're white. Was there an argument? No, no, no. My, my, you see here, my nipples are too dark. To well, you know, like, the, the people, yeah. are, it's like, all right, who's really white? And blah, blah, blah. And, like, it is, like, pretty complex, but someone fucking solved it. You got pink nipples, you're white. But it doesn't actually work from personal experience. <laughs> too many Italians with dark nipples. Yeah, and um, um, a specific girl I know who's Filipina that had really pink nipples, so... Think about that. Uh, what else can you say about 1922? Um, it's cool in winter. He loses his hand because a rat bites him. There's an ongoing theme where rats are biting. His wife comes along as a ghost, I guess, and tells him secrets. Oh, there's, his son leaves eventually because I guess he can't deal with the... Uh, I his mom, yeah. There's a shock. It'd probably be pretty crazy, you know, especially because his dad, once again, is a bit of an oaf. And he's like, all right, let's kill her son. I'm going to stab her a couple times. That'll do it. <laughs> I'm guessing, like, his plan for killing her was like, all right, this is how you butcher cattle, right? Or something. Not, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I, it's just real hodgepodge, in my opinion, you know? 
Because yeah, he like stabs her in like the gut first, right? Or like the side. It's like that shit's gonna take forever. What are you thinking? That's where uh, I like to take my time, you know. If you're gonna kill your wife, how would you do it? <laughs> you know, I haven't given it a lot of thought. If you have a long enough blade, you can go in under the ribs and get the heart, right? I mean, that's technically correct. I think, yeah. Why? Again, why would you go that method? Well, because he's like, oh, I can suffocate with a pillow or use a big knife. If those are your only options, I guess, you know. Suffocate with a pillow, yeah. Because there's less mess. <laughs> oh, no, no, big knife. But use, a lot of blood. Use a big knife. Yeah, they didn't have saran wrap or plastic bags back then, but they, I feel like they could have done a better job of just trying to, to suffocate or strangle her to death, you know? Also, why'd they put the sack over her head? <laughs> just gonna stab her up, anyways. I, you know, they don't want to look at her face when they do. I don't know. Again, I don't think they really thought it through. <laughs> it's real fucking. Yeah, weird. as he kind of says at the end, he's like, you know what? I, you know, looking back on it, there were other ways to handle this. <laughs> looking back, at, yeah, there's a myriad <laughs> of other ways. It's interesting. It's an interesting character. You know what I mean? <laughs> to sit there, just sit there and spend time with him, and you're like, this guy. Fucking idiot. <laughs> when the sheriff comes to visit and he's just like giving the sheriff way too much information just because he he came up with like you know, a bunch of elaborate excuses. And yeah, story, so he's right? like, I need like, to, I thought all these things, so I got to tell you about them. Yeah, he's like, I can't waste. The, this is like the most brain power I've ever used. I can't waste all that energy I put into my lies. So and I'm just going to give you a bunch of information you don't need. Luckily, the sheriff, I guess, is also just an idiot, right? Because he's like, oh, yeah, sure. He's like, okay. he's like a little suspicious. And he's like, yeah, you know what? Women be crazy. Women be shopping. As soon as it came in with, yeah, she wanted to go open a dress shop or whatever. And he's like, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> you know, honestly, it's not. You you probably could get away with basically the same thing these days. He's like, that lines up with exactly what I think of women. What I've heard about these. these, these I, I've, never, I've never met or known a woman personally. Um, besides my own mother, but that lines up with exactly what I know about them. I know that they love dresses and shops for dresses. He's probably also just like, who cares? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> not my shit. I got he probably his own farm to run, right? The sheriff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Honestly, you're probably not wrong. Well, I know for a fact people used to just dip out and go start a new life like one city over. So Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do one city over. I'd probably move a state, but you could do it pretty easily. Especially back in this time period. People didn't even have social security numbers yet. Uh, what are they even for? Uh, I For credit history, I think. Oh. What, a, what the fuck is security number? It's just so you get paid when you die, bit or when you once you get old, close to retirement. We use it for like a million different things that it's not really supposed to be for. Why? Why? Yeah, like you fucking, you gotta write that shit on your fucking papers in college and shit. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck is all this nonsense? Yeah, every job you apply for, you give it to them. Like, it's not really supposed to be used for identification. It's it literally was in the law when they wrote it that it's not supposed to be used for identification, Mm -hmm. but we, we that's what we use it for. Oh, we got to make sure we don't get any of those goddamn immigrants trying to get a job, huh? We um, don't have to worry about that in 1922, though, because they didn't allow non-whites into the country. <laughs> any non-white man was instantly turned away at the border. Well, Sent back on a ship. Made, right? They had quotas, right? 
That's the same period where like there's all right, we nineteen twenty two. No, no, no. I think the quotas would come a few years after this. Um, I'd have to look it up. I'm yeah, pretty sure immigration like, really yeah, started tapering off in the, around the um, Great Depression. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Imagine if we did that these days. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I guess my biggest problem with it is the narration. I think the movie would work a lot better without the narration because uh, it's uh, it's almost as bad as like Blade Runner's narration. Where he's narrating shit that's happening on screen. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. It's really I mean it's not he's not as checked out as Harrison Ford doing the blade <laughs> doing the blade runner narration, but yeah, Harrison Ford like, was like, I don't want to do this, but thank you for paying me. Yeah, this is like Thomas Jane's character is sitting in a chair looking up at the hole in his roof or whatever, and the narration is like about that time I noticed there was a hole in the roof. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm seeing that too. We're with you. It was a hole. You're right. It was a hole in the roof. Uh, what is the lesson we're supposed to take from this film or story from Stephen King? Just uh, murder is bad. Don't murder. Don't, don't murder your wife. Me. You know this. I haven't read this novella, so I don't know. I, like every Stephen King story, I'm gonna assume that um they didn't get it. They didn't get it right. Um, mm-hmm. although the ending is pretty bad, so maybe it was it was accurate. Stephen King has a lot of stories where um, he, maybe he's trying to work through some stuff about wanting to kill his wife, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess you can argue The Shining. Yeah, that's like really the only one I can think of. I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's quite accurate. He actually seems like he likes his wife quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, didn't he like stop drinking and doing drugs because of his wife and kids and stuff? <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you give up drink and drugs, then you must love your children, your wife. That's what our dad did. <laughs> but it backfired. He gave me the powerful drinking genes. Couldn't get enough. He said, ah, I'm you drop uh, rare old stuff that's made near Galway Bay. That's what I say, man. And I was like, I did Did a little lilting. Uh, he the the thing he's are you know everyone gets caught eventually, but he didn't get caught. They find some corpse eventually on the side of the road, and the sheriff is like, "Was it possibly your wife?" And he's like, "Yeah, okay, yes." He's like, "Yeah, that's probably my wife." And the sheriff's like, "Yep, guess, solved um, it. Another case solved by me, the sheriff." I guess it's like karmic retribution because. They kill his wife, his son gets sad, gets the neighbor girl pregnant. Um, her rich family sends her to like a um, Magdalene laundry. But they run uh, off instead. And then he uh scampers off. He R U N N O F T's. He absconds and becomes a criminal. Uh he picks her up from the, the laundry and they become a little Bonnie and Clyde sort of situation, but she gets shot. And dies, and then he he doesn't suicide. In. He doesn't suicide on himself. If you pay attention, oh, uh, does he uh, blast himself in the face or what? Yeah, he does a he domes himself, I believe. Yeah, I, I didn't really understand. I thought he just like he died of a broken heart, or he was too cold. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm too cold. I'm cold and a broken, cold heart. Yeah, and then the the ghost of his wife um, comes back and tells him all these things. Like, as we're seeing it, as we're experiencing it, it's the spooky ghost of his wife whispering in his ear. 
Molly Parker. She's like, hey, you and your son, he's a piece of shit now. <laughs> he he did a bank robbery. Oh, the thing is, though, um, he probably still would have got his girlfriend pregnant, even if they didn't kill his mom. Well, I guess not if they moved him to Omaha, right? Yeah, I mean, it just depends. I don't know. You know, it could be a going away present. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it's, we're, you're leaving to Omaha. Let's 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 get it in. Yeah. So my thing. I knew a little is, someone like that in high school. Yeah. Well, my thing is like <laughs> him them killing her, his mom didn't necessarily make his life fall apart. You know, because he still could have got her pregnant. They would send her away, and then he still kind of ends up in the same position, anyways. You know. Yeah, you can definitely argue that. Yeah. So. Another fucking failure, Stephen King. Go write another um, Dark Tower book or whatever. They're all they're all Dark Tower books. You finished that? Finished that series, The Dark Tower? Yeah, you finished The Dark Tower like a decade and a half ago, I think. Oh really? Yeah. Hold on. I couldn't find it. Was like the people were waiting for like the last part of it uh, up until kind of not reading. I guess maybe ten years ago. Holy shit! It was published in two thousand four. Oh, what the fuck? What was I thinking? Or maybe I was thinking of George R. R. Martin. <laughs> Still thinking about him. Or maybe you think about Patrick Rothfuss. When's the winds of winter coming? Never. No, I definitely wasn't thinking about Patrick Rothfuss because I don't think about that guy at all. That's the name of the wind guy, right? Yeah, and no one should really think about him at this point. He's like friends with the McElroys or some shit. Is he really? I don't know. Well, I or whatever. They all should fucking, tell him to write. Tell him to write, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, 1922. He does not get his comeuppance. He gets bit by a rat. He ends up having to sell the farm. Uh, but he gets you know quite a bit of money from it. He says he basically drinks it all over two years. Then he writes the letter, and uh, the ghosts come to get him. For some reason, his son's baby mama is there. Yeah, I didn't get that part. Like, why is she there? He didn't like do anything to her really. <laughs> And yeah. it's his fault they got knocked up because mom wasn't there to tell him not to look at her nipples or something. I mean, sometimes you can be responsible for your kids getting someone knocked up. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Sometimes. I don't know about this time. Yeah. Yeah, but she was there for some reason and he was like, hey, Papa, let's go or whatever. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can't tell. It was an okay movie. It was, uh, it was all right. Um, yeah, it was, you know, is uh, the performances were good. It's a kind of interesting story. The pace is um not too bad, right? Because it's under two hours. It's like close to two hours. So when it started, I was like, hmm, I don't know, but it, it didn't. Um, I didn't feel like I was watching it forever, so that's good, you know. Uh, it's kind of boring digital Netflix looking film. But uh, the, the mom looks kind of cool as a ghost murder ghost, right? Yeah, yeah, she looks cool. I, there's, I don't know, it's shot well, it's acted well. It's just like, uh, I've said this before. There's some stories that just work better um, as a, a book or as a movie or as a comic book, and this this just feels like a story that definitely would work better as a movie or as a, a book. Well, also. It's still quite a bit better than a lot of the movies we've watched. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, obviously, Akja is better. Uh, Akja. Um, what else am I missing? Um, so Okja, Blonde is probably better. Bond is better. Mm-hmm. Something we're missing. I have to look through. 
But it, <laughs> that actually might be it. <laughs> I mean, as far as Rotten Tomatoes go, though, this critics really seem to like this movie. Ninety-one percent, and uh, audience score they did not like it. Fifty-seven percent. It's not. I'd be. I'd split the difference on it. Like for me, I'd say this is like a six out of ten, five out of ten. It's yeah, like I feel like five and a half, six is probably where I put it. You know it's what I mean? not bad at all, and it's like well made, well acted, somewhat interesting. It's just, um, I guess the big thing is it, you know, it wasn't spooky enough for me. You know, it's spooky time. And I know, like Stephen King writes stuff that's not, you know, spooky, spooky. Some of it is just kind of about the human condition or. But usually it's a little bit spooky in this, you know? For God's sakes, he directed a movie about the cars coming to life. <laughs> we made you! One of the greatest How movies. We made you! Yeah, that was uh, the height of his, like, cocaine time, right? Nah, I think Cujo he might be. Like, I don't remember writing Cujo. Yeah, Cujo was the one I was seen. <laughs> he had shit. I was going crazy. I love the... Uh, trailer or promo for maximum overdrive where he's like a lot of people have tried to turn stephen king's stories into movies but if you want something done right done right you gotta do it yourself (laughs) 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 overdrive maximum overdrive overdrive that movie rules though it's just terrible (laughs) it's a good bad movie Mm -hmm. not like 1922 which is a pretty good movie but kind of boring. Yeah. This is not spooky enough. The I was thinking, so it takes about 40 minutes or so to them for them to even kill the mum, right? Yeah, so, I think it's around 30, 40 minutes in there. So at that point, I was like, hmm, this may not be what I think it is. Like, a you know, a spooky movie. But I was like, but maybe it's going to take a hard pivot into spooky shit. And then it never really did. No. I just kept waiting. I, I, I agree. <laughs> like, they, they kind of teased the spooky shit a few times, but every time it would come up, I'm like, no, 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 there's not really any spooky shit going on here. Yeah, and it's also like, is it just uh, him going crazy because he killed his wife? <laughs> it's pretty hard to kill people, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. I thought about that too, but at the same time, like, how does he know his son got into the, the bank robbing business and shit? You mean you can yeah. guess he hallucinated yeah. that or something, but you know it seems like that 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 tells me that I mean, it probably wasn't quite I mean, fake. If we want to, you know, like oh, are the ghosts in The Shining real or are they not? Blah blah blah. The ghosts in The Shining are real. God damn it! I've, I've. I mean, how does he get out of the freezer? Exactly. <laughs> I have the same thing about Pan's Labyrinth. Like the, she was locked in a room. How did she get out of? They're not. They're not real. They forgot to lock it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll do the same thing for 1922, though. Maybe the ghost wasn't real, and he, he was he's delirious with fever from his wound and stuff, and perhaps he had read one of the headlines about his son being the Sweetheart Bandits. That's a, that's a cute that, name, huh? That is, man. That's a fucking... You know what? They, they're having sex like crazy at that point. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? She's pregnant at this point. He's blast away inside without even caring. Hell yeah. But also, I just mean like the, the fucking thrill, the thrill of it all. Stealing cars, driving across the country, murdering, robbing. You'd be like, you, your blood would be pumped up all the time. You couldn't get enough. 
It's fucking the dream. God damn. Wish it could have happened to me. Hemingford, Hemingford home is also where Abigail, Mother Abigail, Fremantle. Oh, yeah, from the stand. Stand. All this shit's connected, right? Yeah, it's all it's all the Dark Tower, pal. Dark Tower. Dark Tower. Yeah, it's Dark Tower. Stephen King's Dark Tower. Thomas Jane's third starring role in a Stephen King adaptation. What were the other ones? He is in the mist, huh? Oh, I forgot about that. And Dreamcatcher. I don't know what Dreamcatcher is. That's the one you were talking about with Duddits, dork. Oh, really? (laughs) He's in that? I think he's done it. Oh, he's like the adult version, yeah. Or is he Thomas Jane? He plays Henry. Is that the name of the? I oh, it's... maybe he's not done it. I thought for some reason in my head he was done it, but I guess he's not. Uh, it's just so long since I watched Dreamcatcher. Tom Sizemore's in it, and Timothy Oliphant. Dude, and Timothy Jason Oliphant. Lee. <laughs> Jason Lee's in it. I remember Jason Lee. And Damian Lewis, the guy from. Uh, I remember Damian Lewis too. Band of Brothers, the Ginger Man, Ginger Man. And Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, Donnie Wahlberg is dead. It's that's right. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Nineteen twenty-two is Netflix's second Stephen King adaptation, following the release of Gerald's Game. He reads two books. Wilfred does. He reads uh, Silas Marner, The Weaver of Rivolo, a novel by George Eliot, mm-hmm. and The House of the Seven Gables, written by Nathaniel Hawthorne. So that's cool. Oh, so I guess he's not so stupid, isn't he? He read two books. I think people were pretty literate back then, right? Because all you could do is read. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I think if you were literate, you're really literate. Mm. And uh, sometimes you weren't. Oh. There are several tropes and connect to other King stories. <laughs> what? Not no Stephen King. Oh, this is the fourth Stephen King novel made into a movie in which a cornfield is prominent. Can you <laughs> the other one? Can what? you name the other one? Uh, the stand. Yep. How many? This four they said. Uh, four, including nineteen twenty-two. Four pet cemetery. Uh, no. Hmm. Um, no. children of the corn. Oh yeah, children of the corn. Obviously, I don't really know the, the fourth one. The last ones is kind of cheating, I think, because it's the Dark Tower. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, they're just referencing children of the corn, I think. Uh, Wilford James. Wilford James. Okay. That's all for trivia. <laughs> not, not a lot of trivia. Here's a two-star review on Letterboxd. Frustrating to no end. This has King written all over it. And, and believe me when I say that, I can consider that a good thing. 1922 is a pretty good novella. Basically an elaborate reimagining of Poe's Telltale Heart. It's short and sweet. Oh, Lopper yeah. You know what? I didn't get that. That is a good point. It is basically the Telltale Heart. Yeah, but he doesn't hear a thumping of a heart. That's the rats, so. dude. <laughs> Oh. Scratching of the rats. The operative word there being short. The film gets the looks and the feel right and holds some excellent performances. But it takes so bloody long, so bloody long to tell. Oh, this is a British person. So bloody long. So bloody long to tell a story, governor. Well, I, you know what? If, if you're British and you're complaining about a story taking too long, I'll submit you uh, William Shakespeare. Missed opportunities like that frustrate me to no end. The source material is solid. The talent involved well above average in it. They still want it to be something it isn't. I'm not saying all short stories should only be made into short films, but there obviously isn't enough in it to warrant such a drawn-out affair. Yeah, Actually, this does feel like a, an hour and 15-minute movie max. I actually didn't have a problem with the pacing or the length. 
Really? It's kind of like, I mean, towards the end, it's like, uh, all right, just get it over with. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. I feel like the last, the last act, you can cut 15, 20 minutes easily. And it's like, what, an hour and 40 minute movie with credits? I guess my problem is uh, with it is not so much the length or the pacing being bad. It's uh, what this person said is had some emotionally poignant moments, but mostly one note to the point of being inf- irritating. I didn't find it irritating, but it is really just like all it has to say is don't murder your wife. Yeah. You should feel bad about murdering your wife, which again, short story novella works. Yeah. But when you're getting that same message for an hour and 40 minutes, it's kind of like, all right, well, I get it. What else are you trying to tell me? Also, especially in like a collection of short stories where you read this one and you're like, oh, that's pretty interesting. And then the next one is has like some like spooky Stephen King shit in it. You know, that will mm-hmm. make this one look this short story look better if you follow it up with like some other shit out of left field. You know, sometimes if a, a simpler story like this is bookended by some crazy shit, it's like, oh, hell yeah, I'll make you like this story more. Maybe I should have bookended this movie by watching watching a crazier movie afterwards <laughs> well actually uh, after we watched this me and court watched the baba duke so baba duke yeah which is not a very uh, good movie, scariest though. part of the baba duke is the little boy screaming all the time yeah he's really annoying isn't he yeah he is i just like i had i'd go crazy too <laughs> uh let me look at my list here and see what i'm supposed to be watching tonight what today's the ninth oh i'm watching Don. I think we might watch the new Hellraiser movie tonight. The new what? Hellraiser movie. Oh, I'm watching that shit. Hellraiser. I just reread the book again or the novella. So I thought about watching it the other day when it came out, and I was like, "All right, let me watch the trailer and see if it looks as bad as I thought it would." And it looks better than I thought it would, but um, it still looks like shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> can't see anything. It's like, what if everything was just dark? Yeah, then we don't have to worry about set design or anything. Man, I love dark. Yeah, I'm watching Quite Don. Quite Don. Yeah, my uh, Halloween list this year is a little bit different than usual because I didn't want to watch just like all the same old shit. So it's a little bit more broader than usual. Towards the end of the month, it is uh, more just the same old shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you built the list for yourself. Yeah, I do it every year. Because uh, otherwise, I'll like. I have to like make lists and focus because I, I pretty much watch a movie every day anyways, but maybe sometimes more. But a lot of time I'll like make plans to watch something and then I'll just read about or see something for another movie and end up watching that and blah, blah, blah. So for Halloween to like make sure I got the spe- specific vibe I want going, try to commit to watching the movies that I laid out for myself. But I have been, uh, there's been a few days where I watched multiple movies anyways. <laughs> Today is the ninth. Yeah, so on the very first day, I'm going to go over the list now real quick. Um, this one doesn't count. This is just kind of what I happened to watch on October 1st or what I had been planning on watching October 1st anyways. But it is a hella dope movie. It is also kind of a horrific movie, but it's more um, solving murder type thing from mm-hmm. Hong Kong. It's called Limbo. It's dope uh, from 2021. Uh, everyone check it out. It's one of my favorite movies I've watched in a long time. Pretty brutal and oppressive. It makes the streets of hell, Hong Kong look like absolute fucking hell. Uh, then I watched Hocus Pocus too, <laughs> which was uh, that, now that now that that's hell. Did you watch Hocus Pocus too? 
we we absolutely watched Hocus Pocus too. We watched it like the Ariel wanted to watch it. Um, I think we watched it the day it came out. Even I think I watched it. The, oh no, I watched it. You know, I, you know, I'll say this. Uh, good for but that Miller and, and Sarah Jessica Parker. It seemed like they had a lot of fun making the movie. I, I did not have fun watching it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's one of the say is uh, everything about it fucking annoying, right? Yeah, like, like some of the parts with the witches way. were themselves were okay, but like all the new characters, like I've never hated Tony Hale more. Uh, Buster Blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is fucking overacting, way you know, just annoying like kid shit. But fucking Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najini, they fucking still got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh okay, like this is fine. <laughs> Yeah, that's the part, like, if any other time they were kind of the focus of the scenes, it worked. Except for, Mm -hmm. like, I think the opening dance song number was like, why the fuck are we doing this right now? Yeah, why is that happening right now? Yeah. Um, But anytime they were on the the, screen, it kind of worked. And anytime we focused on the kids or something else, it's like, oh, fuck me. Yeah. Also, I guess it's fucking... Highest rated movie ever on Disney Plus or some shit, right? Wow. It's been watched more than by the more than the population of India. Yeah, it's the entire population of the world has watched it twice. Wow, I kind of still have a crush on Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> <laughs> kind of still into her. Then I, I, I the- um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I saw her on uh, comedians and cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. I'm like, all right, you know what? I get it. Yeah, she's kind of a babe. Oh well, I. <laughs> I'll I'll get to another reason why I've been kind of feeling her lately too, but uh, number three WNUF Halloween special. It's an interesting concept, not well executed. Uh, everyone like likes this movie, not for me. And then number after that, the fourth of October. This is another uh, Sarah Jessica Parker joint. Ed Wood. Oh, Ed Wood! She's, I haven't seen Ed Wood in a long time. He's a fucking dynamite bombshell in that movie. I was like, damn, I'm all about SJP this week. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it was a great movie. I haven't watched it in like at least a decade. That's kind of one of the things I got going on with this list this year is I'm watching movies that like either I haven't seen and I kind of want to watch or I just haven't seen in a long ass time. And some like new shit. Uh, then I watched The Munsters. Oh, I'm still debating if I'm going to watch that. Give me a rating. Bad? Uh, I'm gonna give the Munsters seven out of ten. The oh, Munsters really? It's good. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's um, it's taken a lot from the creep show movies and TV series visually, but it is one of the most visually interesting movies I've seen in a mainstream film in a long time. It's like really cartoony, over the top, and corny, but like on purpose, but like not in a. Well, I mean, it's the Munsters, so that's fine. Yeah, like it's also not in like a I'm too smart for this uh, material way, you know. It's like Rob Zombie, like, hey, I'm making a Monsters episode. You know what I mean? Uh, well, yeah, I mean that's kind of the thing I liked about the uh, the old Adams Family movies too. Is like they they weren't really like talking down to the material. Yeah, they're not making a joke out of Adams Family or the Monsters. They're just yeah, it's corny, but they're writing the Monsters specifically is. It's pretty corny, but it's because the Monsters TV show is corny, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. It's not bad, not bad. I also watched um, another movie that day called Cursed, which was a Cursed. Japanese horror movie that it's on YouTube if anyone wants to check it out. Um, you might have to search for the Japanese name for it, which I'll give you in a second. It's um, 
not good, but <laughs> it's interesting in that early 2000s J-horror way where, like, it, it's kind of got, like, weird ominous vibes like a Kiyoshi Kurosawa movie, but just, like, not as good. Uh, the Japanese name is uh, Cho Kawaii Hanashiya Yami no Karasu. What'd you call me? Yeah, so it's all right. Check it out, though. It's on YouTube. It's the subtitle and everything. Uh, then I watched Deadstream, some new shit that was on the shutter, some found footage on a house thing. It was all right. It's kind of. Uh, I think I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, I plus subscribed was... to Shutter for seven days, so maybe I'll, pick, I'll take that one out. Yeah, it's worth watching. It's like cute for Halloween sort of thing. Uh, I also watched the 2020 Grudge. I didn't realize they made another Grudge, like American one. So I watched it. Uh, it oh, they made a 2020 Grudge? Yeah, it must have come out during the pandemic with no fanfare. Uh-huh. I get. But um, it's surprisingly a pretty good-looking movie. Not like the Munsters, where it's like uh, very unique and interesting-looking, but like very well-made visually movie. It's just um, kind of bad, as you would expect. Um, then I watched along with Ghosts and Kiro Neko, which are both older Japanese horror movies from the '60s. And last night I watched Encounters of the Spooky Kind with the, which is a Sammo Hong, uh, kung fu, supernatural comedy. Ooh. Yeah, everyone check out Encounters of the Spooky Kind. And then tonight I'll watch Quite Don. Quite Don. which is one of my favorite Japanese movies, but I haven't watched it in a few years. And then, uh, man, there's just so much more. The Werewolf Boy, Gretel and Hansel, Kiki's Delivery Service, P-Mon. Yeah, Kiki, a uh, real spooky one, Kiki's Delivery Service. She's a witch. Yeah, She's you, witch. you got me there. You're right. She's a witch. Yep, Halloween ends. That's one I can watch. That's a spooky movie I can watch with my kids, for sure. Yep, Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> oh, it's me. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm English. Oh. Bram Stoker's Dracula is an amazing movie, though. <laughs> I do like, um... Winona Ryder and Gary Oldman. Basically, everybody but Keanu Reeves is really good in the movie. I just like, I don't like mind him at this point when I watch. Well, it. yeah, I'm used to it at this point. But you know, the first time you see it, it's like, oof. Are you, no, thanks for trying, Keanu. And then uh, Wicked City, Rigor Mortis, The Innkeepers, The Day of Destruction, VHS ninety nine, Baba, Salem's Lot, maybe that might get switched out. Ginger Snaps. Cowboy Bebop the movie because it takes place on Halloween. Uh, Hellions, People Under the Stairs, Pie Wacket, and then these are the four that I watch every year. Sleepy Hollow, Night of the Demons, The Witch, and Trick or Treat. And then that'll be it for Halloween, so everyone watch the same movies that I am because I'm the best at picking movies. Uh, yeah, I mean, who's better? I don't know. Joe Bob? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That mm-hmm. might be about it, though. Mm-hmm. You, got it. you got yourself there, didn't you? Yeah, but I'm fine. I'll be number two behind Joe Bob, just like I'm number two behind Marty. Marty Scorsese, as far as uh, film preservation goes. <laughs> I heard he was overrated. There was an essay about that. Oh, yeah, it was a really good essay, too. <laughs> Captain America, the first Avenger, is much more meaningful than Goodfellas or whatever. Oh, I didn't read the essay. Is that the fucking thing he said? Holy shit. Well, he said a whole bunch of crazy shit. Apparently, the website, though, is like... Uh, yeah, it's just... It sounded like clickbait, so I wasn't really engaged with that shit. Yeah, it's like a weird, like, Tory website. Oh, great. Uh, shit. Uh, 1922, 5 out of 10. Not too bad. If you're gonna watch Netflix, I guess you can watch 1922. But not next week. Next week, you gotta watch something else. Next week, we're gonna see... Hey, what are, what are the ghosts like in India? 
What do you think? We're gonna. I think you ch- you chase him down. Like I, you gotta fight these ghosts. You gotta yell at them. In India? I don't know. That's my plan. Anytime I see if there's a ghost in my house, I'm gonna fight it. That was oh. my problem with the Baba Duke. It's like don't don't hide your head under the blanket if there's creepy noises in your room. You fight them. You fight them yeah, here and now. Thing, the thing about the Baba Duke though is it's actually about trauma. Yeah, shut up. So I got that. You know. We can talk about. I I don't really like stories that are um really heavily obviously metaphors or allegories. Mm-hmm. It's fine if that's like you know a part of the theme. You but it just feels like oh yeah I'm gonna write a I'm gonna write a horror movie about trauma. It feels like they sat down to do that and it felt that's I don't I just don't like that kind of writing. Surely this movie we're gonna watch isn't gonna be about trauma. It's gonna be about ghosts in India. God damn it. It's just called Ghost Stories. It's a Hindi movie. I think the re- I think I saw the reviews were pretty bad for it though, and not in like a fun bad way, but more like in like this is not scary or an effective horror anthology. So let's find out. <laughs> what was it called? Ghost Stories. Okay. Yeah. So um, luckily, I have a whole bunch of other spooky movies to watch this month because I don't think I don't think Ghost Stories is gonna cut it. it does not come across as though. It's going to be good, which is unfortunate because I am genuinely curious about the kind of ghosts they got in India. So email me with recommendations for um, any uh, Hindi or Tamil or Telugu language. Any of those, you know, any of them languages, any of those films that are spooky. Hit me up. Probably Kyle at McVentureProductions.com. I'll watch anything. (laughs) Or will you? I guess. You know, um, dark circles around your eyes. A lot of people have them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, scientists, medical professionals, they have no idea. They've, they've speculated that it's a, some sort of curse on white people, right? <laughs> I thought they actually had a pretty good idea what that was, but okay. Oh, well, I have them pretty often, and I have since I was a kid. I usually don't even like think about it anymore because that's just kind of how I look a lot of the time. But lately... This shit's like spreading around like to my whole eye socket. It's like on my upper eyes and stuff now. What's that about? Uh, you have a severe iron deficiency. Oh, is that what it is? No, there's a couple of things. I think that's one thing, but it, it can certainly be like 20 different things. Oh. Although a lot of it actually has to do with, it seems like malabsorption. So maybe it all relates to some sort of iron deficiency or some sort of uh, nutritional deficiency. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not Dr. Kyle. Why are you asking me? I just, I guess it's the perfect time for my eyes to get spookier, though. Yeah, you're getting Halloween spook eyes. I don't don't think you can tell in this camera because the camera's not good enough. But uh, yeah, it's like all around my eyes. I was just like, huh, that's interesting. Never really seen it on the top part. (laughs) Oh, well, uh, 1922. Don't check it out. Watch Ghost Stories instead. We're watching it next week. I don't think it's going to be good either, but whatever. Yeah, that's Netflix for you. That's Netflix for you, baby. You can't. They can't all be blonde, huh? The greatest film of 2022. <laughs> Most favorably reviewed film. Everybody loves it. You can't get enough of blonde. They said. They said. God damn it! Said more blonde. More, more blonde. More blonde. I want to see more Marilyn Monroe suffering. More. More rape. Can't get enough of it. Specular cams. Nothing but everything should be shot from her vagina. Oh no! There's a movie fucking, for you. 
Oh, John Waters is uh, directing another movie. Finally, Are you excited? Yeah, how much speculum cam is going to be in it? And then I'll tell uh, you. Well, that's what made me reminded me of it. So hopefully, quite a bit. I'm gonna email him. Vagina POVs. Uh, VHSKVLT.com is the website. Go there, check the shit out. Donate to the Patreon. It's too hot. Also, I want to learn about Indian ghosts. Donate to the Patreon so I can go to India and see their ghosts. Gotta know what they're all about, what they're like, what they like, what they dislike. Oh, yeah. Promote the podcast. Tell your friends and family. Tell your enemies. Tell your biggest haters. Tell your crush, your Discord crush. I know you guys, no, you people don't actually like go outside and have sex or anything. You're still on the internet. You're on Discord. You're like, I gotta talk to my Discord crush. Oh, my friends on the internet are just as meaningful as my real life friends. Maybe, but you can't have sex with them. That's it. See you next week. <laughs>